Welcome to St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. Today's homily is from the Sunday before Theophany. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Joyous feast. Joyous feast. Spraznikom. Spraznikom. I was thinking at the beginning of the Divine Liturgy when we were saying the litany. Many of you are probably familiar, I hope you are, with the practice within the Orthodox Church of saying the Jesus Prayer. And so typically when you say the prayer, frequently people will use a prayer rope. And for each knot on the rope, they'll say, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. There's also an abbreviated form of the prayer. Um, seems to be more common um, in Greek practice of just saying, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. And you're saying that prayer, right? And you're counting with, with each knot of the rope. And in the rope is an aid to concentration. But when you say the prayer, it was St. Ignatius Briancaninov, or maybe St. Theophan the Recluse, who talks about, he says, when you say the prayer, after you've completed the prayer, pause for a moment. Be still. So, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. So pause after the prayer. Take this little Sabbath after each prayer to allow God to work, to allow God to speak. You can think of another prayer that's really popular amongst amongst that showed up more and more recently in, in most recent Orthodox prayer books, the prayer of Metropolitan Philaret, Lord, grant me to greet the coming day in peace. Help me in all things to rely on your holy will. And so many of you are probably familiar with that prayer. At the end of it, he has a line. He says, teach me to pray. Pray yourself in me. Pray within me. Teach me to pray and pray within me. So this is what we do. We say, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, and we pause. We allow God to pray within us just as we are praying to him. I want you to think now about what we do during the divine liturgy. We have litanies, right? The priest says, in peace, let us pray to the Lord. And the people respond, Lord, have mercy. When you respond, Lord have mercy, it allows me to be still and for you to pray in me. It allows God to speak. And when I say, in peace let us pray to the Lord, that allows you to be still and for the Lord to pray in you. And so you see how that's, there's that dynamic exchange that goes on in our liturgical life, that constant giving and receiving, 
back and forth, back and forth, over and over again. And certainly this has to be the heart of our life as believers. That we act, we do things, and yet at the same time we know that we can do nothing without God himself acting and doing. And so many of the prayers, the prayers that we begin, that the priest prays when he begins Orthros, they're kind of read quietly by the priest um, while the six psalms are being read at the beginning of Orthros. But the prayers, they say, they ask the Lord, stand us up. And they, they say things like, you're the one that put us here. You're the one that allowed us to stand. You're the one that raised us up. So stand us up now to give glory to you and to give thanks and to offer our morning prayers. And so you see how there's, there's an activity of the priest offering the prayer, but there's what God does that allows the prayer to even be possible, to even take place. So this has to be very much part of our life. And I want to say these few days, and we may have missed it already because everything goes by so fast, we have the opportunity, we're given the chance to be still and to meditate on the birth of Christ and on his holy baptism, of how the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, is made manifest in the baptism of Christ, is clearly revealed because of the voice of the Father that says, this is my beloved Son, and the Spirit in the form of a dove that confirms the reality and the truth of the Father's word. And so we see this revealing, this appearing, this manifestation of the reality of who God is. And we are invited to be still and to listen, to pay attention. I read a beautiful quote, heard a beautiful quote last night. I've been listening to a book. It has a very um, apocalyptic sounding title, but it's called The World Ending Fire. It's a collection of essays by Wendell Berry. He's a wonderful writer, a profound thinker, he also writes beautiful poetry. This particular book happens to be a collection of essays. But one of the things that he just said, he was talking about something else, but he, he, he briefly touched on the notion of attention. What does it mean to give your attention to something? And he said, we speak of paying attention because of our correct perception that attention is owed. It's something that we have to give. So we actually have to pay it out to what's put before us. So if the epiphany of our Lord, his divine appearing, the theophany, the manifestation of God is given to us, we have to pay the attention that's owed to this reality of what God has done for us. And in so doing, Wendell Berry talked about how, too, the etymology of the word attend, 
And sometimes you'll hear us say that in older translations of the liturgy, we would say, let us attend, instead of let us be attentive. Let us attend is, is probably actually more correct in terms of grammatically, but then things happen. The, the word attend starts to become, um, have different meanings over time. But the roots of the term have to do with stretching out towards something, with reaching out. And so when you see the priest come with the gospel and we say, let us attend, it's like it's as though we're reaching out from within ourselves to touch the gospel and to draw near. And so the same way when we say, be attentive, let us attend to the Feast of Theophany, we reach out and seek to touch and connect with the reality of this great manifestation of our Lord. And so may we do that. May we find just as much as we are active, may we find moments to be still. Just as much as we're busy and we have so many things to do and so many concerns and worries, and I know many people have many fears during this time. So while all of that is going on, let us seek to be still and to see what God is doing in our midst. Let us seek to be quiet. As we take one step with the next step, let us be quiet and attentive to what the Lord is doing in our midst. As we say one prayer and we complete the prayer, let us be silent and allow the Lord to pray within us for the life of the world and for the life of the entire creation. Amen. Thank you for joining us at St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. Please be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Okay, goodbye. God bless you.